T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit KNSSRadio.com. I tell you, too much caffeine, too much caffeine, and whatever I put in the caffeine, KNSSRadio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. And follow me on Twitter. You know, I probably shouldn't be, be misspeaking and slurring my speech when I'm about to have a federal prosecutor, former federal prosecutor on. Tony Mativi recently retired from his position as an assistant U.S. state attorney, United States attorney, on, and the anti-terrorism and national security coordinator for the District of Kansas. He was a federal prosecutor for more than 20 years, and I'm slurring my speech talking with him. Now he's one of three Republicans Running to be our next Kansas Attorney General. Tony, thank you for joining us this evening. It's nice to have you back on the show again. John, what's in that coffee cup? <laughs> well, I'm not driving, so I guess it's okay. So. <laughs> you know, John, we, we've spoken a couple of times, and it was really nice to run into you at the KFL banquet here uh, yes. a couple weeks ago. It was nice to meet you, to chat with you, and thanks very much for having me on. No, likewise, it was that was, and it was an impressive speech uh, hearing him uh, speak and and the the passion that uh, that he had uh, it was it was a great night a packed crowd too a th- over a thousand people I think at Hartman Arena that night it was very impressive and a great fundraiser for Kansans for Life so it was nice to see you um, it, it was an incredible event and a worthwhile event you know we have to pass uh, value them both in August um, and like I tell people passing it is very important I, I th- it's a well written amendment I believe that it's going to pass it should pass. Uh, but passing it, uh, John, you and I have talked about, it's just the first step. Uh, after that amendment passes, the abortion industry, the abortion lobby is going to come after it with both barrels. And that's one of the reasons that we need an attorney general who is a seasoned attorney, who is prepared and equipped and able to stand before the Kansas Supreme Court and uphold the validity of that amendment. That's what the next attorney general is going to have to do. And I believe I'm uniquely qualified to do that. 
Uh, and so I appreciate you having me on, John, and, and let me talk a little bit about the race and about my qualifications. Oh, of so course. Well, and it, it's not only the Kansas Supreme Court. I, I mean, look how many times Derek Schmidt has argued <clears throat> before the United States Supreme Court. I, he's got a stellar track record, but that just goes to show. I mean, now, especially with the Biden administration in, off, in office, Fortunately, let's hope there's only two more years of that disaster. But still, when you look at it, that's the other function of any state attorney general right now, Republicans, is to push back against Biden. The next attorney general for Kansas is going to have to sue this administration. You know, our current attorney general has already done a a wonderful job of that. The next attorney general is going to have to pick up that baton uh, and stand up to this administration. Uh, They're going to have to force this administration to enforce laws that they're currently not enforcing, uh, like like some of the immigration laws. And they're going to have to push back against this administration getting into our lives in ways that we don't need Washington to do. And, you know, my view, John, is is the voters should look at this election for attorney general as a job interview. Which attorney in this race do the voters feel is really qualified to stand up to the Biden administration? And I think the answer to that question is the guy who's already stood up to Saddam Hussein, the guy who stood up to Al Qaeda, the guy that stood up to domestic terrorists, to drug cartels, to murderers. That's the background that I bring to this race. And I, I submit to you and to the voters, John, that I am the, the best qualified applicant, the best qualified candidate, sorry, to, to do that job. I was looking at your website, by the way, it's TonyMativi.com, and that's Mativi with two T's. Uh, and I saw some interesting uh, information that you had on there, part of which was a report from actually from last August from the Kansas Bureau of Investigation. They'd released their 2020 crime index. And it indicated that violent crimes in Kansas were up 9.5% over 2019. Aggravated assault and battery were up nearly 14%. The murder rate was up an alarming 48.5%. All of this was from 2019. You know, our state hasn't seen this dramatic an increase in the murder rate since 91. Last year, we experienced the most murders in the state since the FBI began tracking this information in 1959, Tony, you know, we're not New York. We don't, we're not Illinois. We don't have Chicago here. Why is Kansas seeing such an increase in violent crime? Well, it's not just Kansas, but unfortunately, Kansas is caught up in this national wave. And as a prosecutor for almost 30 years, I've watched that pendulum swing back and forth over the decades. And right now we are at this time in our society where we're seeing the perfect storm of events. We're seeing an effort to defund the police. We're seeing law enforcement under-resourced and under siege. We're seeing efforts to do things right here in Kansas, like establish sanctuary cities that just happened in Kansas City. Uh, We see a profound disrespect for the rule of law, uh, peaceful protests that are anything but um, we, ha- we seem as a society to have adopted this view that in order to be socially enlightened, you have to be soft on crime. And so we're seeing things like elimination of mandatory minimum sentences and shortening prison sentences and letting people out of prison early. And then we're shocked when the crime rate increases. Uh, that shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that's paying attention. And that's one of the reasons that I decided to run, John, is that's what's happening in our society. The Kansas attorney general is the chief law enforcement official of the state. The chief law enforcement official of our state 
ought to be a law enforcement official and not a politician. And that's why I'm in this race. You mentioned some of your background when you were working at the federal level uh, and, and the need to push back then now against the Biden administration. I saw an article recently that the Biden team is uh, moving now to shut down uh, the China initiative, which is focused on Chinese espionage. That's a, something based on your background that I, I, I would think, I mean, wh- why would you possibly want to stifle investigations into spying by China? I have to say that I wasn't surprised by um, the attorney general's decision last week. I was incredibly disappointed, but unfortunately, I wasn't surprised by by this administration making that decision. Look, China has figured out how to weaponize our freedoms and to use them against us. And one of the ways that they're doing that is they are robbing us blind. They are stealing our intellectual property. They're stealing it from our businesses from the from the cutting edge businesses that we have in Kansas, whether it's aerospace or ag, they're stealing it from our research universities. We have cutting edge research universities here in the state of Kansas, and the Chinese are stealing intellectual property from us. And when I was working in the Department of Justice, I was prosecuting a case where um, a Chinese scientist was receiving millions of dollars in grant funding from American entities, the Department of Energy and the National Science Foundation, to research something called catalysis, which is a crucial part of the process of manufacturing renewable energy. We were giving him millions of dollars to research that. And when he applied for those grants, he did not disclose to KU or to DOE or to NSF that he was a full-time faculty member at Fuzhou University and that the Chinese Communist Party had endowed his professorship and staffed and equipped a multi-million dollar laboratory for him in Fuzhou to study catalysis. I'm sure that and was purely that, coincident, just an oversight. It's just a, that's a, you know, that's exactly the, the way that they are going after targeting and stealing our intellectual property. And there is this narrative out there right now. Unfortunately, John, these special interests have convinced our Department of Justice that these professors were being improperly targeted because of their race. And in oh, reality, geez. nothing could be further from the truth. And this decision last week by the Department of Justice sacrifices our national security for the sake of political correctness. And it made me very sad to see that happen because all it's doing is making us less safe. Well, we can't even say that the that you know COVID came from a Chinese lab because that's if you do, you're you're racist. So we're we're yeah. talking with uh, with Tony Mativi, who's one of the three Republicans running for Kansas Attorney General. Uh, Tony, I appreciate you making time for us tonight. You just returned, I think, earlier this afternoon from Florida. You were addressing CPAC, correct? Uh, I did. I had a wonderful opportunity to go out to CPAC. You know, because I'm not a politician, because I'd never really been in politics, I'd, I'd never been to CPAC, and I got this this great invitation from uh, American Conservative Union. They asked me to come out and participate in discussion of criminal justice issues at CPAC. So um, I, I had the great fortune to take the stage um, in a, a debate uh, about the death penalty, and I. It, You know, as a prosecutor right now, I think part of the problem that we're dealing with is the the government, whether it's the our legislature or the Department of Justice or our courts, 
they are taking tools away from prosecutors and they're making prosecutors less effective as a result. And that, in my view, capital punishment, the death penalty, is a very important tool for prosecutors to be able to use to help keep you safe. And unfortunately, there is an effort, as really there has been for many years, to take away the death penalty, to abolish the death penalty. And so it was my privilege to take the side of keeping the death penalty on the plate in the tool belt of prosecutors in this country. So that was a a wonderful opportunity for me to get to do that. Uh, I also, ACU, American Conservative Union, has asked me to participate in their prosecutorial advisory group. And so I met with a group of prosecutors while we were there. Um, so it, it was a it was a wonderful experience for me, uh, hopefully helping uh, give Kansas a voice in some of these uh, national efforts to keep us all safe. Well, Matt Schlapp and his organization do a, a fantastic job that the topic that you were discussing is one we've not done on the show in a long time. You know, the, the death penalty it's an interesting one. It divides Republicans. I remember when I was the vice chair of corrections and juvenile justice, we spent three days on the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And, and I know, you know, rock, I mean, solid conservatives who are split on this issue. I, I know folks that are law enforcement supporters who recognize, like you said, that it's a tool in the toolbox. I've spoken to prosecutors who say it's an absolute essential tool. On the flip side, I know many in the pro-life community who say, you know, we're pro-life regardless, and they value life. And so, therefore, you've got that argument. I Would you be interested at some point, if I can put it together, having you come on, maybe next time you're in Wichita, having you maybe in studio, but and have a discussion pro and con on this, because it's a fascinating topic. Yeah, let's do that, John. I think, you know— Everything that we do as a society, we should be constantly examining to make sure that we're doing it the right way and the best way. Criminal justice is one of those issues, generally speaking, in my view, and the death penalty is one of those issues, specifically speaking. And I will tell you, these are hard cases. These are the cases that make prosecutors lay awake at night. Um, And I think of myself as a thoughtful, compassionate Christian man. And making those decisions are difficult. That's a part of the job of the attorney general. It concerns me that we have candidates for attorney general who've never handled a death penalty case, that have never been within 100 yards of a death penalty case, when when being involved in death penalty cases is a crucial part of the attorney general's job. But yeah, we, we should be talking about it as a society. And I will tell you, my, my personal view is there is a lot of good out there. And human beings are capable of redemption. And it is that good that makes the death penalty tragic. But whether it's as a prosecutor or in my prior life as a paramedic, John, I have seen a lot of evil. And in my view, it's that evil that makes the death penalty necessary. But it's something we absolutely should talk about. And I welcome the opportunity. Yeah, I'd love to do that. You mentioned the campaign. It's TonyMativi.com on Twitter. You're at TonyMativi. How's the campaign going? I saw you you had a great fundraising number. You've rolled out a few decent endorsements of late. How's the campaign going? Well, for for never having uh, run for school board (laughs) or dog catcher or anything, I'm really proud of the amount of money that we've raised. Uh, I'm really proud of the endorsements that we've locked down. Uh, We have everybody, you know, my treasurer is Mark Bennett, 
uh, the DA there in yep. Wichita, oh, yeah, who is not just a good friend, not just a good friend, but a very, very respected, a great prosecutor and a great guy. His sheriff, Jeff Easter. We've got sheriffs from all across the state. The State Troopers Association endorsed me right out of the bat. We've got county attorneys and district attorneys all across the state. The attorney general just to the north of us in Nebraska, Doug Peterson, has endorsed me. And in uh, next week at the Republican convention in Wichita, we're going to roll out a bunch more law enforcement endorsements. We're really excited to make those announcements. Oh, that's great. I will see you at the convention coming up uh, the 11th and 12th. Tony, again, it's TonyMativi.com. Thank you for joining us. I will put together that little conversation on the death penalty and get back to you. I think it'd be a great conversation. I'm already looking forward to it, John. Thanks for having me on tonight. I really appreciate the opportunity. It was wonderful to meet you in in, uh, Wichita at the banquet, and I'll look forward to talking again soon. Likewise. Thanks again, my friend. Carry on the fight. We're going to pay a few bills, get the Doritos and brownies ready, because Dr. Eric Voth and Aubrey Adams will be with us right after this break for a discussion about the dangers of legalizing marijuana. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We'll be back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 